I start to fade On lonely nights I start to fade Her love's a thousand miles away Her love's a thousand miles away Memories made in the coldest winter Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's Jay. It's Welly F. This is the No Boundaries Podcast, where the facts are facts and the opinions surely hurt people's feelings. How you doing, that man? still remains the same. I'm, I'm pretty good, man, uh, to be honest with you. That's, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where to go from there, but Bro, I'm good. You remember when Allen Iverson crossed up Antonio Daniels? No. Allen Iverson crossed up Antonio Depp. You you remember it. You just don't remember the names. Remember when he got him and he was falling, then he brought it back and double-crossed him, crossed him again, and he fell again? I think kind of. What was what, what, uh, Antonio Daniels, Indiana Pacers? No, no. no um, I think he was in the, the Wizards. Wizards. The ah, I know that. Yeah, Wizards. Yep, yep, yep. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> 2017 is Allen Iverson. I'm Antonio Daniels. Damn. You just keep getting crossed up. Just keep getting crossed up, man. Damn. Just keep getting crossed up. Just when I thought I was getting my foot in back. 2017, say, Ooh, 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 damn, got it. Wow. You kind of like that, uh, that news reporter that went viral this morning. Boy. Bro, she got fucked over, bro. Bro, she was up. She messed up trying to play that hardcore D. She kept double checking the ball. You see her hand was up? <laughs> I was proud of her defense, though. I wish my Until that Hezzy got her. I wish Until my son's AAU team would play defense like that. She was playing legit defense. Speaking, but, speaking of AAU, how many games have you gotten kicked out of now? <laughs> this was AAU. This was school. Oh, this was school. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go ahead and tell you about that, man. For, for, the F today stands for frustrated, man, because uh, Willie is frustrated with the fact that these referees that are paid to go to public events, such as a school event or AAU, whether it's private or public, it doesn't matter. I mean, we're in an area where it's predominantly white, and it's two black referees in there. And one of the teams is, is a lot more Caucasian than the other. My son's team happens to be, you know, the more black team, in my opinion. Um, and at first I'm sitting there like, I, I know this black referee is not racist against my son's team. So as the game is going on, I'm like, hold on, bro. This nigga calls is kind of trash today. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and my son gets the, gets a nice little rebound. He, you know, he uh, backs the nigga down and lays it up. The dude called double dribble. It's like, bro, you're not finna call trash ass calls like that on my son. How, how do you call a double dribble? That's that. That's that strength bounce. That, that's that it. Boom, take it up. So I'm looking there, and my, you know, my, my son, he looks at me in the crowd like I didn't double dribble. I, he's just so confused, and the game had already been going on for like a quarter and a half, and I knew something was wrong because by the second quarter they was already in the penalty. Fast in the second quarter, these cats was already in the penalty. And for you people out there that don't know what them being in the penalty is, I think on that on their level, that's 10 fouls, bro. They had already had 10 fouls assessed to them by the second quarter. Do you know how long the quarters were? Quarters were six minutes, right? Six fucking minutes. So you're telling me (laughs) in eight basketball minutes, 10 10 fouls were committed, man. Hey, oh man, they they, my son's team, his, his actual school team plays better defense than that. Uh-huh. Yeah, they 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 press the ball. They do full court press pretty well. I mean, they beat a team the other day, seventy one to thirteen. But um, 
I got pissed off and it got real quiet in there. And there's a white guy on the side of me that's like, I hear you, man. Like, I, I, can, I can hear your frustration. And he called one more bullshit call, bro. <laughs> and it got quiet in there. I said, say, say, ref, you trash. Straight up like that. And like, it, the, they start laughing in there. And then uh, the other ref, I realized that it was a veteran ref, technically, and I guess a not so, you know, not so seasoned ref. Not yeah. so seasoned ref. He kind of was bullying him a little bit. Told him to tuck in his shirt. And there was just bullshit like that going on. So, Every time he would do something, every time he would run by, I'm like front center, like in the on the bleachers. This is a nice little arena, but you can hear me, and my voice is not that loud, but you can hear me clear as fuck. I just kept talking shit to that nigga as he came <laughs> by. I was like, and like by the time it got to like, I think what what I what, what pretty pissed me off with the last call was when um he called uh travel. I think he called travel on one of our players, and it was it was bullshit, bro. It was bullshit. I'm like. Come on, man. I was like, I, I forgot what I said. Like, I forgot what got me kicked out. But I definitely said something along the lines of like, hey, just I think I told a nigga, just take the shirt off and leave. Like, I said, <laughs> just, just take the stripes off. Like, you don't deserve to be here. And then the other referee walked into me laughing. I was like, hey, man, just just, just go to the side because he probably going to try to call the police or something. I was like, man, I was like, hey, we still finna. We still going to win this game. And the fucked up part about it is, the team that my son them beat 71-13 was the same team that they were struggling to beat this day, which was the day right before I went to Denver. So Don't nothing change that drastically. My nigga. If you own a team at that level, you own a team. But how do you keep a team close? By cheating for them. Yeah. Bruh, this game went, went to 35-36, and luckily uh, they uh, my son's team beat a buzzer beater, had a buzzer beater at the end of the game. That you didn't see. No, I saw, I saw the whole game. I, saw, I, I oh. missed the second game. Oh, okay, okay. I, I was I was boarding the plane for the second game, but the first game I saw that whole game, which was pretty cool. It worked out perfectly. And then my son, hey, you coach, you know, took my son home and shit. Well, that's neither here nor there. But um, yeah, man, that's 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 how cheating goes. When you <laughs> when you call bullshit calls like that, refereeing does really mess up the progress of a team that could be clearly better. I mean, those bullshit calls keep can keep a trash team in the game, and that's what it did. I mean, yeah, they had to knock down their free throws, but damn, they had they had twenty opportunities to hit twenty free throws. You take away at least six or seven of those bullshit fouls. I mean, you're you're still down by at least 10, 10 or twelve. I mean, I mean, when you get to the, to the next level, whether it be high school, whether it be college, NBA, like they look at the imbalance of of free throws and, and, and oh, fouls. Oh, definitely, definitely. And um, the coach came up to me after the game, right before I was leaving, and was like, "Man, yeah, that referee has a thing out for me because." Two by two years ago, two seasons ago, I was kind of talking shit to him like that too. So he kind of he's been picking on me for the last two or three seasons. Every time I see him, I was like, "You should speak up." Yeah, then he you should know, be able to call your guy. Exactly. And uh, the other ref came up to me. Was like, "Man, you know, I, be, I want to steal up from steal off on that dude, man. He from third war. He don't know me like that." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm laughing because I'm like. I know where you're coming from. You're just trying to be like, trying to get your money out here. And he was like, anytime I see him calling the game, I'm not signing up with him. Yeah. You know, he was like, I never been through. Like, they literally had a moment in the game where they were arguing amongst each other. I'm like, y'all referees need to get together. Like, y'all look very unprofessional out here. But uh, that was my that was my story. I, I damn near forgot about that shit, bro. That shit ran me hot again. <laughs> you got God. charged up all over again. Damn, huh? bro. And then, you know, I guess we could talk about Denver. Well, I, I don't really have much to say about Denver except that, you know, it's a pretty old city, and it gives me that um, 
sort of Austin vibe, mm-hmm. like kind of how the Heights is out here. It's a real historical vibe as far as how the communities are set up. It's real old school. Um, the environment is dope as fuck. The scenery is nice as hell. The, uh, you can see the stars every night because, I mean, shit, you're a mile high. And it's just so fucking clear. It's a, probably one of the nicest cities I've been to besides Albuquerque. Um, I, w- I would say the thing that caught me off guard the most is the fact that, like, I didn't see any fat people out there. That shit was wild to me. Like, I didn't see any fat people out there. Like, was, like, like fat people or, or thick people or just... I barely saw thick people, though. So, saw, so is, it, is, it, is it like... Well, Houston isn't like a walkable city because it's so city, spaced out. But like, D.C. is a walkable city. You can get out in D.C. and just walk. So is Denver like a walkable city? I would say yeah and no at the same time because, I mean, bro, I got off that plane and I felt fat. I was breathing so hard. That altitude hit me hard, bro. Yeah. And... Um, once I came back, I was just curious about why it's like that. And, um, they said it has a lot to do with the altitude. Simply. It's, you know, um, one, a lot of people ride bikes out there. If you've been to Austin before, you know how hilly Austin is. So if you're riding, well, in Austin, if you're riding in Austin, but them Austin, ride, them Austin hills was on my bro, ass. So think about Denver is times three of that. So you got people riding. It's real bike friendly. Yeah, it's walk friendly. But at the same time, I mean, it's like people are just constantly on the go. Like, we went up to the uh, to the Garden of the Gods or uh, Red Rock Red Rock Mountain. I keep keep mixing those two up, but um, it's so high, like you feel that shit. Like it's so high that when you get to the top, they offer you oxygen. Jesus. Yes, I called his name a couple of times. <laughs> um, and it was wild to me, like how some of the females and some of the dudes I saw were jogging up there, and they would get up there and start doing like lunges and stuff. I said, I'm trying to lay down. I'm not trying to do lunges. I'm not doing any extracurricular activities up here. I want to get this oxygen, lay down, and get ready for my trip back down. But um, all in all, but I mean, they're probably seasoned. They're probably like, oh, this is our this is my, our workout. My for the brother day. was all over that bitch. Yeah, he was. It was nothing to him, you know. And like I said, it's a beautiful city. I give it a lot of props. It's definitely a trip I would take again. It's it's not. I mean, you could tell that the cost of living might be a little more out there, just based on the fact it's technically the West Coast. Um, a lot of interracial couples, couples out there. That that was something that was interesting to me too. Um, the uh, the night scene is not something I just jumped into too hard because I did so much, so many other things. You know, just chilling, kicking with my brother. wasn't really out there like that. You know, trying to turn up or nothing. But um, man, it, it, it's a dope city, and I think I think it's one of those slept on cities, just like Albuquerque is. Yeah. Um, I imagine it's a lot of cities out there that you just I, I'm looking up and I'm like. People live here. The populations here are pretty big. So it must be a nightlife. It must be kind of touristy. It's just not commercial like San Antonio or or New Orleans or Vegas or Los Angeles. It doesn't it's, have that overwhelming attraction. Yeah, but it's once you experience it, you kind of enjoy it a lot more. I mean, I would say, yeah, my plane was crowded because we had a lot of weed heads on there that actually going to tour that part of it. But your actual Denver rights... They don't really. They're not really into the recreational smoking like that. It's, it's like it's people that live in them. Vegas don't gamble. There you go. You know, yeah. so I, I damn near forgot dispensaries were out there. I mean, I walked the path past a few, but nigga went out there trying to smoke no dope. So, but a lot of people on my flight definitely went out there for that action. Definitely, that's why they go there now. That. I can yeah. believe that. You know, but um, enough about me, man. Let's talk about your mental breakdown. Jesus. <laughs> Once again, I called him a few times. 
problems. With, okay, I started to say what mental breakdown, but now I want to say which mental breakdown. <laughs> to be specific, which one? No, I swear, I swear you sent me some shit that had me laughing, but I can't remember. No. I mean, you, you just, you just, you're an interesting guy, man. bro. I don't, I don't know. Like, I just was overwhelmingly disappointed in society. For which for which reason? I mean, what day? Because they mad about something every day, so. Bro, every and then they get mad about something, and I get mad at them. Every day, every day, I seen. This is this is just off the cuff right here. Mm-hmm. We haven't even talked about this. I seen this video on Facebook yesterday where this, it's one of them weak ass niggas mm-hmm. talking about how to take care of a woman, mm-hmm. and he's probably single. Mm-hmm. He was like, "What? What? What do you mean? Tell my wife she has to pay half of the rent." No, nah, I'm not half of the rent. What kind of weak man has, has a woman that pays half the rent? If if we do pay half the bills, it's, it's coming from our money. And if and if I got a woman and I can't support her, then you know this, that, and the other. I was like, what century do you live in? The nineteenth. You there is no way in hell that you and your girl stay somewhere decent and she isn't kicking any money towards the bills. He stays in the nineteenth century. You gotta you gotta be living in an above. Garage apartment at somebody else's house in the nineteenth century. <laughs> in the nineteenth century, where you can just make these statements, so it's kind of like. And then I, I look at the comments because that's the only way it shows up on my timeline is because somebody's commenting on it. And, I, and it's like, keeping it popular. And it's, and it's a couple of it's a couple of uh, women that I know, a couple of my homegirls. They right, girl. Uh huh. I could I could be single by myself if this is my house and he asking me to pay bills and stuff like that. And it's, first of all. Second of all, <laughs> and third of all, if this is your house and you'd have brought this man in there and he isn't giving you at least half, then you got a bum ass nigga. But a lot of y'all like these bum ass niggas anyway, so that's them. neither here nor there. Love them to death. Second of all, y'all want to be kept women all of a sudden again. You back to being kept women again. Oh, oh okay. Your money is for you to do things, and mine is, is for the bills and everything. Ah, okay. And he goes on this rent talking about if a man, you know, bring, brings groceries home, then the woman makes him a meal. If he does this, and then she does that. If he if he if he's a provider, then she makes sure that there's a home. Oh, that nigga ain't in the nineteenth century. That nigga in the third. <laughs> Bro. This is this is this is what I'm gonna do for 2018. I'm 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 hit the gym, give me some, give me a little muscle. You know, mm-hmm. I done, I done got the LASIK, so the eyes is right. The eyes I'm is going right. to the dermatologist, hair get, curly, get the, get the face right. I got the long hair hair yeah. working for yeah, me. It's working, man. And then I'm just gonna start shooting these videos, spitting complete bullshit, dog. Because this is all this is, is complete bullshit, and the people that are buying into it are annoying the hell out of me. <laughs> I put right, right, right hand, right hand on the Bible, left hand on my mama heart. I deleted them women that day. Oh, we not friends no more. Like I just, y'all just too dumb. Y'all are just too dumb. Y'all are too dumb, and it's the wrong day. I had to delete y'all. If you if you go on the No Boundaries uh, podcast page, you'll see. Um, basically, I was told by one of our followers that I need to make this a reminder of one of our posts, and I was like, yeah, this is true, and I'm glad we can, we have that new feature where we can keep stories forever. Now we can kind of archive them. And uh, the post basically says something along the lines of, um, I'm tired of these fake woke niggas basically acting like they're woke just to get pussy. And I'm tired right. of these females doing the same thing just to be hoes. And to me, it's, that's, what, that's what that guy is. He's just a guy that's, he's literally spoon-feeding you bullshit, and that's his game. It's not genuine. 
80 percent of the time it's not genuine bro you can come sit with me and you can ask me what my viewpoints are on things and if they don't line up with yours you can immediately leave that's all you got to do immediately hey immediately I'll open this, the door this, for this, you. this isn't for me i will open the this door this for isn't you. for me simple as that we live in a society today where if we disagree with somebody that they that makes them our enemy and that's fucking crazy you do not have to agree with me on every single thing, and you're going to be my enemy. I had an argument with a guy the other day at my job about the LeBron and Kevin Durant situation. I don't hate the guy, but at the same time, I look at it, I look at I look at the situation a certain way. He looks at it a certain way. If we had a disagreement with coworkers, we're going to go on with our lives. I mean, if he got beef, you know, he could you know he could bring a thing. But it is what it is. at the end of the day, I'm posted up like sales. Straight up, straight up, a couple of days waiting on you. No food, no sleep, no nothing. I'm still ready. But, but in, nah. in, in the industries that we're in, we're in They're they're not dominated by by minorities. We're predominantly white industries. True. So a lot of times when people start having these borderline conversations that you're not supposed to talk about, mm-hmm. when you start talking a little bit about politics, me and your politics aren't going to line up. But that's life, though. But that's life. life I'm not. I'm not going politics. to look at my coworker and say, "No, I can't. I can't. I can't fuck with you because you voted for Trump. You felt Trump was the best person for you. Yeah. You like, ain't out here. You ain't. You know what? And I, I want to vote for Trump, but this nigga Jay, I know he's, he's exactly like, like that. Makes no sense. It makes zero sense, bro. You like, gotta every single day. You gotta do what's best for you. If we literally did that on everything, I would fuck with a lot of people just based on the food they ate. I wouldn't fuck with people just based on the deodorant they they don't use. Like I'm just saying, like it's, it's a lot of people I got to cut off based off their personal hygiene too. Bro, I'm just saying. I was at the gym yesterday, dude. I was at I was right by the entrance door. I was at the hotel gym, mm-hmm. right by the entrance door. Dude walked into the gym funky. Oh, like man. how in the hell do you walk in here funky and then think you fit a sweat while I'm in here? It's niggas that that ruined the sauna for me. For that reason, like, I walk into the sun and that shit smells like pee. I'm like, bro, like, nigga, what the fuck? I, every like, expert like, what, what is what is wrong with your body? Like, who <laughs> made you like that? God, <laughs> like, why are you like? What are your what are your nutrition levels like? Because you sh- you should be perspiring funk <laughs> like that. But that was straight off of Henny, <laughs> straight off of Henny and whatever else, nigga. Golly. But I ain't, I'm not finna, you know, rag on people like that. But you I'm, know, I'm here to rag on people. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> disagreeing with somebody, disagreeing with you doesn't mean I dislike you. But at the end of the day, if our philosophies don't line up, then we probably won't be the best of friends. But it is what it is. I don't. I, I don't, I've come to understand that you can agree to disagree. You, Even in relationships, I've come mature. to that understanding that you can agree to disagree. If you're mature, we can have a heated argument right now. Yeah. If we're in a relationship, and then that doesn't mean that. It's over. Yeah, 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 like like boom. This is how you feel about it, and I appreciate your passion more than anything. Yeah, that you just didn't didn't agree with it because that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Like no, you said how you felt, you stood by it, yeah. even when I presented you how I I felt about it, and and you know what I consider to be facts or my opinions on it, and you gave me yours, and we still didn't line up, and you just didn't say, all right, then you know, well, since that's how you feel, I'm, I'm gonna take it. No, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I appreciate you more for being passionate and, and holding your ground. That's that's why I like nice guy because nice guy is funny about it, the things that he <laughs> likes. Like he he's he's passionate about Batman v Superman, and. You're not going to change his mind. But at the end of the day, I see him constantly battling with other, um, what, what I would call nerd cast or nerd podcast or nerd bloggers. And they seem to still be friends. Like, yeah. They call each other fanboys here and there. But at the end of the day, if they all kick it together, it'll, st- it'll, be, it'll still be cordial. It'll still be love because I j- just because. There's a respect. Yeah. You like Marvel. I like DC. It is what it is. 
they both have their flaws, you know, and that's the thing that kills me because somebody always thinks that their side is perfect. You know, nobody's side is perfect, yeah. you know, and it scares me when people really, really feel like that the side that they're on is just cut and dry better. And it's it's not. It, it, it's not good for everybody. If everybody ain't fucking with it, then, hey, it is what it is. It's not cut and dry, just better. That's just, that's my philosophy, man. Speaking of that. What's up? Uh, I'm going to just say this open internet thing that was repealed because people been asking me about this shit for like a week. And I've been I've been fucking off. I've been telling them. <laughs> I, I've been telling people I did it to you too. I told you I didn't know much about it. I told you I didn't know about it. I didn't understand it. I really do though. I'm be real with you. I, I understand open internet because when they call it net neutrality, it makes it confusing. Because when you say net neutrality, people don't really comprehend those words. It it makes it more complex than need than need be. At the end of the day, it's open internet and internet without restrictions. There you go. I'm gonna make this shit simple for everybody. First, I'm gonna explain to you one one thing. I continue to tell people this all the time. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. Don't give a fuck about either side. But the thing you need to understand about Republicans is I'm always going to say this. They can be heartless because they think with their pockets. They don't think with their hearts. They don't think with their minds. And everything about the Republican ideology, what my brother would like to call it is, it's a bootstrap mentality. I don't know if you know what that yeah, is. Yeah. But basically, you work, you work for what you get. Which is bullshit because, I mean, Trump is a, a prime example of that. You know, he, yeah, he was given a million dollars. I can give Trump his props on this. He became Trump, you know, off that million dollars maybe. I mean, he still had to build a brand and he was successful at building that Trump brand because people stayed in the Trump Tower for years until he became a president. But the Trump Towers, it, that that shit is, it, it's in some significant places. You had Trump Towers, you had Trump Ties, they had like a state company, like, the Trump he diversified brand itself. off yeah. a million is is successful. If you really want to uh, point out the fact that oh he was given a million, I know a lot of niggas that was given a million and <laughs> and they broke. They broke his shit today. Antoine Walker being one of them. I'm he just was giving millions. I'm just saying. So you give a nigga a simple million and he build off of it. I give him props for that. He ain't the best person in the world. Shit, I'm not either. A lot of you aren't either. But um, all of you aren't <laughs> exactly. So. That's just a Republican mindset. They they talk about the boot the bootstrap mentality, and they really not about their life. A lot of them got a lot of hands out. Some of them did start from the bottom and look at where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other side, you have Democrats, usually more liberal minded. They like to play on your feelings. Yeah, they like to make you think that they really give a fuck about what you what you feel. They act like they really care about life, but in actuality, they don't. Because They're pimping you. It's a pimp. Yeah, because the funniest thing I realized about Democrats and liberals is they're the most ungodly when you look at them from a mass point of view. They're more they're more pro-choice. A lot of people look at pro-choice as being very, very demonic. I mean, you're killing babies. You see how that sounds? You're killing babies. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's how that's how, you know, the um that's when the Republican comes in and they, they try to have like that. Democrat sense of heart, like you don't give a fuck about these babies. They're just, <laughs> they're just, they're just business tools for you. Oh, so that that child's gonna be a future of my army. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, see, but then a Democrat is like, you know, hey, we're thinking about the woman. What if the woman is not, you know, ready for this? You know, ready to have this baby? 
it goes back and forth. It's a bunch of bullshit. One side tries to be all heart, no brain. The other side is no heart whatsoever, tries to be all logic. It, you're going to fail. So with net neutrality or the open internet, you simply have it like this. To me, the easiest example is this. Do you remember what service provider you had to be with in order to have the iPhone when the iPhone first came out? You had to have AT&T. Say that again. You had to have AT&T. AT&T exclusive iPhone. You know why, right? I don't remember why. <laughs> a lot of it had to do with the open internet, net neutrality. But a lot of people don't know that. I did not know that. See, what happened is, it's this simple. Let's just say, in order for you to have Netflix, you had to have AT&T Direct TV. AT&T Internet? Okay. okay. So, therefore, if you had Comcast... And you try, if you had Comcast internet and you tried to get Netflix, what's going to happen now? It's not going to let you do that site. It, see, that's what they're trying to tell you is going to happen. But why would why would Comcast do that? Why would Comcast say, oh, you got Netflix, we're going to slow you down or charge you more? No, they're not going to charge you more. They may charge Netflix more. Or they may tell Netflix, hey, uh, if you're promoting any other type of bullshit on here, we'll, 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 either, we'll either cut you off or slow you down. So what does that mean? That means Netflix can't be as free because Netflix is is is, is provided to most people by AT and T. But then I got this guy on here that has a Comcast ISP, and it's conf- it's conflict of interest. So therefore, the Republican is thinking, "Hey, we're gonna we like we don't we want we don't want open internet because we wanna we wanna we wanna tell people if you want it if you want to get a certain if you want to get Netflix, then it gets competitive." AT&T is going to have to fight. Comcast is going to have to fight. Tom Warner is going to have to fight. And Verizon is going to have to fight. Those are the four top US ISPs in America. Mm-hmm. Um, so, therefore, Republicans look at it from a competitive edge, but then the uh, liberals, Democrats, they look at it like this. Everybody should have an opportunity. <laughs> or, oh, um, it's, it's, it's not fair if you know everybody doesn't have an opportunity. I mean, what's the point of having a business if you're not going to be competitive? That's kind of how I look at it. I mean, business is... It's a, you're in a capitalist country. I mean, you put a, you put a monopoly on the system, and then it's like it is what it is. You know, I mean, and and and, and once again, a Democrat had you feeling like, or, or a person that it's good, it's going to come at you from a mindset of, you know, you're not thinking about the little people. Man, eighty percent of the time, y'all not thinking about the little people. <laughs> so in this in this instance, to me, I don't agree with either side. I don't know how to change that. But for me, it's just like, hey, as Americans, as anybody. We just need to prioritize better. If the internet goes up, they start charging you for it, guess what? Get a fucking life. <laughs> Do something else. Start picking these books back Man, up. Go start going outside again. Start doing something with your life. Maybe a lot of y'all are probably getting in the gym more if y'all weren't so fucking hooked to your phones. I mean, I mean, you I, you do see other people at the gym that's on those stationary bikes watching Netflix. It's like uh, imagine if they couldn't do that. But it's it's not it's not what people are presenting it as because at the end of the day, with me providing the iPhone example, it, it for most people they'll look at it like, Oh, but at the end of the day, we all can get iPhones now. Yeah, that's cool, but shit, it sucks for AT and T at the end of the day. And they It come, sucks for AT and T, but it was it. good for the iPhone. Yes. Because it's like, oh shit, here goes let me hit this Verizon, let me hit this sprint. True. Let me hit this T and, and then after that what happened? You lost unlimited data. Yeah. You know, a lot of, you know, it, it, it's going to have its pros and cons. But when it was strictly AT&T, that meant AT&T won the bidding war. 
That meant that they paid the most for the iPhone. Yes, that means that if you want to have the best, then you need to come to the best. And that's how they felt. You nigga, Verizon lost the bidding war to AT&T. That said a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, so at the the end of the day, you have a business. Imagine if you was the the president of AT&T or the CEO of AT&T and you lost that that exclusiveness. Like, you're you're not special anymore. You know like like I mean? you've seen that, like, oh, this is going to be big. So once and, then, and then it was big, and then and now it's not only yours. And guess what? The iPhone is not as unique as it used to be anymore. Only you felt special when you had the iPhone now, but everybody has it now. It's not so hipster anymore. Right. You know, it, once again, I'm glad everybody's able to have the iPhone, but think about it if, from a businessman standpoint, you know, from a, from a person that actually can get out there and say, you know what? If you want to have Netflix... You gotta have Comcast. You gotta have Comcast internet. I'm gonna sign this deal with Comcast. Me and Comcast gonna make this bread. It's what it is. You finna have to compete for Netflix. Yeah. People don't like that. People are lazy. <laughs> I don't want work. I competition don't takes work. work. Competition work is hard. Work. But that's just you know. At the end of the day, it's useless information <laughs> because nobody really cares. All they know is Obama said. He's for net neutrality. He's for opening it. Everybody, everybody that's poor or is an Obama fan is going to do the same thing. They're not going to think about it. They're not going to research it. They're lazy. They're just they just don't jump care. On. And all they do is sit here and and repost these lies about what it really isn't. <laughs> Ten dollars a month for Facebook <sighs> and all this other stuff. What does Facebook gain from charging you ten dollars for the internet? For their for their Facebook site, what do they gain from that? Mm, nothing. Nothing at all. Because they're going to make more in ads from those people who are those those companies that that say, "Hey, Facebook, you know, we'll give you this much to run our ads." Now let me tell you something. But as opposed to us, the consumers of Facebook was like, "Man, I ain't paying ten dollars." Even if you had every person that's on Facebook pay you ten dollars, it's not going to equal the amount that you're going to make off those advertisers. A lot of advertisers are going to pull back. Because yeah. they're just going to be like, what's the now, 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 now that your demographic has changed, you know, you don't have as many, I'm not reaching as many people. I'm not reaching as many people, yeah, so fuck you. Yeah. The, the the main two people that really oppose this shit is Verizon and Google. And it's for a lot of reasons. Funny thing is, Netflix, I think, takes up about 60% of the the streaming as of today for for um for these ISP users. So that's why Netflix is so hurt. Because they know they're gonna get to a point where it's gonna be like, damn, if we don't align ourselves with the right with the right ISP, then we're gonna be fucked. Or I'm gonna have to pay this ISP, this ISP, yes. and this ISP, and then Which I'm gonna have to pass that fee on to my consumer instead of us going up a dollar or so. They every go up year, a dollar every year. Regardless. I'm gonna have to go up. I'm gonna have to hit them with four dollars over the head, and then I'm gonna lose. People. And then guess what's gonna happen? They gonna people, lose people. They gonna lose people. But guess what's gonna happen? They got other streaming sites coming. They got shit because they finna lose Disney anyway. Because mm-hmm. Disney's finna pull oh, all yeah, this shit finna do their own shit. and do their own streaming shit. Disney knew what was coming already. So think about this: if if AT and T has Direct TV and they have their own streaming sites, it makes it makes Netflix irrelevant again. You gotta think about why Netflix gained so much notoriety and power because of the open internet. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It's either you're gonna have to pay that fee, or you're just gonna have to get what. With the with the ISP that has the best streaming sites for you, or Blockbuster back, Blockbuster back in action, <laughs> because I guarantee you those ex- those exclusive Netflix uh 
the shows that we have, they're not gonna exist after a while no more. As long as the open, as long as uh the shit is repealed like this, motherfuckers are gonna be like like Stranger Things. They're gonna be like, I mean, it was cool being a Netflix exclusive while next while Netflix was open to everybody, but shit ain't open to everybody now. So shit, I'm gonna just go to HBO or something. Yeah, <laughs> and that hurts Netflix just like it hurt uh, AT and T. It is once it is what it is. You know, like. Either either you're gonna compete for what I have or fuck it, you know? Yeah. But but that's opening it, you know, for dummies. It and is there it, you have however it. you take that, like I don't know if you're still gonna agree with it or you're still gonna be against it, but either way, it literally it is what it is. They Trump stay winning, bro. And and that's to me that's funny. I mean, you can't miss him. I mean the man knows about business, bro. He does, and he and, and he, he's taking care of self business. And people be so with the people, same energy. Yeah, people be so you know tripped out because people get fired here and there. The nigga had a show called Apprentice where he literally that was his job. <laughs> his job was to fire people. people. You know, so like this is not the liberal mindset. Everybody not finna get a piece of the pie. I read something today, and damn, I want to say I see this tweet. It said, um. The Christmas the Christmas Carol was a good example of Republicans. It showed you that in order for a rich person to share, they had to be scared. They had to be scared the shit out of by a, 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 a you know a deity or something like that. Basically saying, I mean, you know the Christmas Carol. You know that that nigga life he didn't change. He didn't he didn't become a giving person until he was fucking haunted by these ghosts. Yeah. So so basically, I laughed at that because I was like, man. Here y'all go again with this this mentality that a motherfucker that got these millions of dollars needs to share with you. That nigga ain't got to <laughs> give you shit. That nigga don't owe you nothing. Nothing. Like, why don't people understand that? No matter how he got his money, he owes you nothing. Nothing at all. Nigga, my next door neighbor can hit the lotto. Just because he my next door neighbor don't mean he owe me millions. Nothing. He don't owe me shit. People don't understand that until it happens to them and they got their money. And, and then looking, people come with their hands out. Like, nigga, like, what? Huh? What? You, you, know me, you know me your whole life. So? <laughs> I guarantee you, most of these people... You ain't picked these numbers, B. You ain't pick them at all. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't, put, in, you ain't put in on this on this ticket I had to buy. You was not with me scratching these tickets in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that's one of the best examples. It's like, it's so easy for a motherfucker to tell me how to spend my money. But when it's time for me to tell you how to spend your money, you look like, nigga, stay out of my pockets. All right, nigga, stay out of their pockets. <laughs> mean, meanwhile, yeah. What else happened on the internet? Keaton Jones. Oh man, I was gonna let got, you slide got, on that. No, 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 no. I gotta. I'm see. A big thing in my life is ownership. I'm proud of you, son. And I'm gonna <laughs> own this gotcha. because I drank the Kool Aid. You drank it. I drank the Kool Aid. I seen the video of the little kid crying. Touch my heart. Touch your heart. I have a special place for. Retarded little kid. Chill out. <laughs> that shit ain't laughing every time you say that. That nigga do look like he's a little special, though. So, like, I seen the video. I was like, oh, damn, this fuck. And matter of fact, I reposted it from Bun B's um, Instagram page. Oh, Bun Beater. Yeah. Oh, Big the- Bun Beater fell for it, too, huh? <laughs> so, I reposted it and everything, and it's, and it's like, I was late on it. I had seen it a couple of right times. There. Let me stop you right there. They tread. They was they was playing on your. They was treading on your emotions, on your yeah, feelings, right? Yeah, see, yeah. that's how they do it. Yeah, my my, you know? my, my feelings. They played on your feelings, thinking that they wanted you. To, see, right wing white supremacists knew that in order to touch the hearts of liberals and Democrats, we gotta we gotta hit their emotions. We gotta hit them in the heart. 
and we hit you in the heart in order to get your fifty eight grand. That's how they do it. <laughs> <It's easy. laughs> there's there's so many layers to this. First of all, boy looks sad. Didn't understand why people bullied him. He looks like he gets bullied. He True. definitely True. looks like he gets bullied. True. And the thing I think I, I told you, talked to you about this, or I talked to somebody about this. Like bullying has always been a hard concept for me because I went to a, I was, I'm from a small town. Yeah. Where a lot of, if not everybody, got along because there wasn't enough people for you to just hate somebody. Like. Like, even we had a special needs girl in our class, and, you know, nobody picked on her. Like, we knew she was special needs, you know, everything like that. Well, I think we even made it, like, homecoming queen. You know, it's like, because, cool. like, that's, cool. that's going to be the highlight of her high school career. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll, she'll look back and remember, yeah, I was homecoming queen. You that, know, is, that definitely empowered her. She'll carry that forever. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, yeah, we, we don't care. You know, we, yeah. we, we know that we're going to, you know, do, do something, better things. Hopefully. You know, hopefully. So he probably got bullied. So then the news, kind of, it seems like the day after I post a video, they start talking, well, you know, this is his mom's Instagram page and our Facebook page. She got all these Confederate flags and everything like that. And then her, his, his dad's a convicted white supremacist. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she was, they was, this UFC fighter was trying to bring him out and, she, and he exposed her. And she was like, you know, us whites got to stick together. And I was like, damn. Damn. Yeah. So I, I didn't. I took the post down. I didn't delete it. Mm-hmm. I archived it mm-hmm. because I need that reminder. I, I need yeah. that constant reminder, you the know, constant reminder to, do, to do your you, research do your first. Research. We, pre- I need we that, preach that I on the show. I need that reminder. Come on, man. Uh, bro, I drunk, I drunk the celebrity juice. Yeah. I drunk the celebrity juice. That's why, that's why I don't like celebrities like I used to. But then this is, this is something that I didn't understand. There was a GoFundMe account set up. Mm-hmm. Made about 60, 60 grand. Yeah. Well, you gonna pay the bullies off? He was gonna get them off. Too. Like, like what, what? He was gonna pay them off. He was gonna get them off. Too. They were finna get killed. <laughs> like, like my man's. How does sixty k solve solve um, bullying? I don't know, but he was gonna be wiping his tears with with, with hundreds. And then I, I was listening to Bo Money the, the day, and he's like, he's like, people start talking about, you know, oh, we, let's let's get this money together, and send him to college. College. He was going to college anyway. Probably. This guy's eleven years old. Like, we yeah. don't even know if he's fit for college. That's, that's true. That's I true. know. It's a, I know. It's a lot of people yeah. that's not fit for college. He may be a My future. middle sister was not fit for college. Yeah. I mean, she still tries. Yeah. She's tried, you know. But I, you know, it's just not. College isn't for everybody. It isn't. It isn't. And so it's like you know, sixty grand. We're gonna get him to college. We're gonna take him to 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 the UFC fights. We're gonna take him to. The, I was like, the only legitimate thing that you could have said that you was gonna do with that sixty grand was put him in a private school so he wouldn't be bullied by these lower class public school kids. To me, that would have been the only the only thing that you were doing with that sixty k. And that sixty k probably would have got you maybe to ninth grade, because private schools are expensive as fuck. But the thing is, too, from everything that I know. When when it was, comes to bullying, the answer to bullying in, in our age was I'm put him in karate, put him in boxing, yeah. teach him how to fight, yeah. teach him how to stand up for himself, give yeah. himself some confidence. Yeah, not cut him a check. Not cut him a check. I mean, man, if, they, if you're sending the wrong message to bullies, if you did pay him off, because niggas is just gonna start bullying a bunch of kids, and hopefully their family <laughs> gets paid a couple. I was just gonna bully somebody so we can get twenty grand, mom. Basically. Money doesn't solve everything. It's, just, it's that simple. But we're lazy, the, though. And Taurus B.I.G. said, more money, more problems. Yeah. Drake said that was bullshit. <laughs> Jay-Z said he had much more fun when he was piss poor. Hey, I'm going to listen to Jay-Z over Drake. Ah, he, he's been around. Yeah, yeah. 
But even but even though Jay Z said in 1996 he was still spending money from 1988, so I don't know, man. I don't even know what money he's. I seen Puff Daddy do an interview one day, and he's they 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 asked, is this is this P Diddy money? Or this is this this Puff Daddy money? So oh, this old money, this Puff Daddy money. Shit, he ain't been spending brother love money for a long time. Niggas forgot yeah, he was brother he, love. He brother now. love he now. He brother love now. I ain't never gonna call him that shit ever again. No. Except for this episode. Look, I'm going. His his mama named him Sean. I'm gonna go back and call him Sean. I'm gonna call him Sean. <laughs> <laughs> they say he did it. He did it. Damn it. But no. Um, yeah, man. It's just this this constant frustration with the shit that you see on the internet. It's just like I tell people all the time. I'm not here to argue with you to make you change your mind on something. The world is going to prove to you that I'm right and you're wrong eventually, or it's going to do the opposite. But for the most part, I just sit back and observe people. I mean, we're Capricorns. That's what we do. You know, so although I probably would have, I was in Denver. So until this day, I still haven't watched the video. I only saw the video of his mom when she was like on a Today Show or some shit. I, I didn't, like I didn't see that. 30 seconds of that. Um, so I probably would have fell for, fell, fell for it too, but th- when I started seeing that the rhetoric, the, uh, the, the rhetoric was... He got bullied. I'm like, shit, there's been a couple of people that got bullied this year and killed themselves. And we didn't really talk about that. We haven't, and and it also... Those families deserve some type of, you know, money, I guess, for emotional distress. Do they? I mean, I don't think he deserved any money, but... I mean, but I, I got killed, though. I have, daughter I have, got killed. I have a question, and uh, this is going to sound really assholy of me, and, and I don't mean it. In that in that sense of form, but they say you know I think it was like an eight year old girl or something. They said that she hung herself. She hung herself. Yeah, that was on Baller Alert. I remember that shit, bro. The thing is, I'm almost a thirty year old man. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to properly hang myself. Okay. Like I wouldn't even know how I would do that. That that brings up to my attention. I saw the story about the guy that I guess the, he did Bono surgery, and um, they found him dead. With a knife in his stomach, and it was an eleven-year-old daughter that found him dead. And was oh saying, yeah, I seen that. And the reading looked like the eleven-year-old daughter killed him. I'm like, what kind of shit is this? Like, how is the eleven-year-old daughter capable of killing a grown man? Like, how does she know where to stab him? Or do they have YouTube videos on, on, on how to hang yourself? That's what I'm thinking. It has to be because I mean, I know two-year-olds that know how to use a phone. Yes. Of so it, it 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 you know you can use YouTube, and uh, so that's what I'm thinking. Like. It, can you? Can I YouTube? You know how to hang myself in those videos because like oh how to kill my daddy right like like it, it, that's where it has to be because like I said I don't even know how to properly hang myself I'd probably mess around Tyler not too wrong I'm fucking six foot two just, I don't know what's hanging there looking stupid <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's miserable I'm just trying to step off the side of the bathtub but I'm just gonna stand there <laughs> straight up I mean I know that I know that for a long time people didn't know how to uh, properly slice their wrist but some somehow. People got the information that you're supposed to go horizontal, not vertical, or some shit like that. Um, so the information's probably out there. It's sad that an eight, nine-year-old girl got a hold of that information, but um, that's that's another thing that is funny about open internet. They say that the first thing that people talked about how was, oh, we ain't gonna have access to porn. Well, that's, that's bullshit. I did. I, I was watching a CNN story, and I seen like they gave a list of of, of things that could be uh, affected, affected, and porn up somewhere. And, and once again, so so let's now that people know what open internet really means. So okay, we take it back to it's been repealed now, so the internet's not open. So what does that mean? In order for you to get Pornhub at a decent, fast rate or at a, at a steady speed, you'll have to be on the ISP that Pornhub is assigned to. 
So yep. it, it, it's that simple. So if you can't, if, so this is what happens. So if Pornhub is trash on your uh, AT and T ISP, that might mean that you may be have you may have to go to um, uh, what's another porn site? I'm trying to set you up. Damn, you didn't fall for it. Uh, <laughs> I tried to set you up. Anyway, you had to go, <laughs> you had to, go to the porn site in order to see the one that is best for your ISP provider. It's that simple. As long as it's still free. Straight up. It, it'll, be a, it'll be a porn site that is for your, your ISP, no matter what. It's, right. It's just like, I think I think one of the things that really made me... Because you're not going to want to go. It's not like, okay, everybody, let's go to Comcast. No, because then, you know, the market's flooded over here. Let me take my porn to it makes it, competitive. <laughs> it, it makes it competitive. So Pornhub is just going to have to say who we want to go to. Right. And, yeah, they'll, they'll lose a, a fair share of their... Uh, of their followers, but I mean, that's what comes with competition. You know, it, it makes the market competitive, but once again, people don't like competitive. It is what it is. And I think a lot of people just, as soon as it's aligned with Trump, you know, the guy, I think his name is Ajit Pai or something like that. He used yeah. to be a Verizon exec. They just felt like something was fishy about it, but it's funny because Verizon is one of the ones that oppose it, and he's the one that got a repeal, so it must be some internal, she might be just trying to be petty. No idea. Yeah, you know. Like I said, it, it took me forever to understand it, and it, it, I still kind of. I, I I I started reading into it. I think I was on a plane. I started reading into it, so it was like I understood it a little bit, and I kept reading it. And then I saw an interview about somebody that opposed it, and I was hearing what he was saying. And I'm like, well, what you're saying is not the worst shit in the world. Yeah. No, no, it's it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's, like, it's not. And they, she even said it. She was like, she was like, you know, this and that, but you know. Well, yeah, at, at, at the end of the day, I'm not gonna pay for a Google search. Uh, that's it's that fucking simple. I'm not simple. gonna do it. It's that simple. And then, and then, even if you say, okay, what would you say? It's uh, Comcast, it's Verizon, it's Time Warner, it's AT and T. Those are the top four. Yeah. Those are the top four. When you're a company like Google, yeah, they're coming to you. <laughs> you ain't got you ain't got to worry about Go- Google. Google ain't worried about this. Shit, no, bro. Google ain't worried about that. They're they're all gonna pay Google to use Google. <laughs> Come on, yeah. <laughs> like, Nobody's gonna be like, oh, you know, oh, like, oh you, know you got you got the Verizon. Oh, you got to use Bing, huh? See, and guess what? You gotta think about this. Just just imagine if you were somebody that was trying to get your your search your search engine popping. But you can't get it popping because the internet is open and everybody's just going to Google. <laughs> like that. What's my point? What is my point? Fuck this. <laughs> But what's my, I have no motivation to build my server because Google just owns the market. Because niggas is going straight to fucking Google. Mr. Jeeves is dead. People, people, people say, "Oh, um, you can look for my server. Just go to Google and Google my server, <laughs> and I'll, and I'll show up. And then you can click me, and then you can Google. <laughs> you still Google? Bro, Google shit. is an action now. Like it's not even literally, a site. Google is an action. Literally, it was a word of the year one time, right? I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. Google it. it. Google think, it. Yeah, I think it was word of the year one time. Like that's why I thought woke was gonna be word of the year, but mm-hmm. feminism won. Feminism won that, which was um, which was interesting to me. You know what I'd like to do? Mm-hmm. I'd like to have these. First of all, before I get into anything, mm-hmm. I am so disgusted at Harvey Weinstein for what he did to Selma Hayek. I just saw the funny picture of her you sent. What did he do to her? Bro, oh, those, I just took, I read, first of all, I ain't did shit at work all week. So, so I, I read a lot of articles. Okay. Apparently, Harvey Weinstein 
had her. He basically everything he did. Everybody else had her watch him shower, showered with her, performed oral sex on her, gave her massages, had one of his friends give her massages. Who admitted that she did or he she did? did. She oh, did. Wow. She wrote. She wrote a little piece, and I was like, damn, I'm not selling. Like, like I didn't know anybody else, but that one hit home. Yeah, so was, she's she's me. It's like, it's like it's like I enjoy her movies because I like, I like her accent. I like, like Selma Hayek, but I can actually argue that she's not that great of an actress. You can. Oh, you definitely can. And it kind of makes sense. But she has she she like like Sofia Vergara. She has the accent, so you kind of get those niche roles. Yeah, but Sel- Selma Hayek did come a long way. I can give her that. She came a long way. So I'm just saying at the beginning. Mainly, it probably was a lot of her boobs and her just being fucking exotically beautiful. Like, like in Desperado, she's like not, she was trash in Desperado, but they really had was. that sex scene with Antonio Banderas. Like, she's hot. Where is she now? Um, she did Frida last year. It it, it was a good movie. She I think it was nominated what? for an Academy Award. Frida. Yeah. Frida's fucking old. No. Frida's like man. Frida's old man. What was that movie last year? Where she was the maid. That wasn't no fucking Frida, nigga. Frida's old. Oh, I'm I'm thinking of something else. You tripping, nigga. Frida. It's, it's, it, it, in all honesty, she did decent in Frida. She, they probably could have still got a better actress. But I, I think I think she was just like backing that. She was huh, interesting. First, and, and, and on another note, this iPhone X has been tripping the past couple of days. For real? Tripping. Damn. Like internet's been moving slow, whether I'm on Wi-Fi Bro, or my, not. My mine and my son's doing that. I think it just oh, it's, it's a net neutrality thing. Okay, well, man, that's all you had to say. <laughs> moving right along. Eventually, it's gonna be super fast. So we got AT and T. So we finna be this whole lit. Oh, oh, I better be this whole lit. <laughs> I think it's gonna be moving fast. Niggas gonna be fast. I take I take this whole of Verizon. <laughs> I guess the bid war for the start. It's for the start. It started today. Nigga, I will get it. If I, I if I gotta get an Android, I get one. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't get no Android. Nah. Put me right here, take I'm not even gonna get on my Android users like that. <laughs> I see what it I'm let y'all live. Bro, I took my mom last week to get a new cell phone and, and she's like, Oh, I wouldn't mind switching a phone. And I was like, Okay, cool. And she's like, oh, I'm looking at the Samsung. I was like, you know, that's what you want to get. You paying for it, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then and then she's like, you going to be able to help me? Nope. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that phone. Man. Nothing. I tried to use, I tried to help somebody with I one, say one the, day. I the, the Apple interface is just so easy. It's basic. It's for it's slow so people like easy. us. It's a picture. Point out. <laughs> that's it. It's like, oh, that looks like a camera. It must be a camera. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's a camera. Bro, Samsung got so much. The Android interface has so much shit going on. That's, that's, that's for the geeky geeks. Man, I ain't got time for that shit. You, you got to be smart, smart. Man, and that is not me. <laughs> Don't get fooled with this information I'm giving you. Nigga pretty slow, man. I, be tripping, I, I, I did a lot of studying. <laughs> took, took me about three days to get this shit done. Man, I don't know how they do it. But, uh, man, what else you got, man? Did we talk, talk about soulmates yet? No, we ain't talk about soulmates yet. We can talk about soulmates. Uh, soulmates. Uh, did we even talk about the intro? God, we didn't man. even talk about the intro. Man. Well, we'll talk about the intro first. Okay, run it. It snowed in Houston, Texas. It's something that doesn't happen very often. Snowing in Houston, Texas is equivalent to the world getting an eclipse. Bro, it, it was a flood and snow in Houston within four months. That's scary, bro. Um, it was legit snow. Like It was, yeah. Like, like, I, like, was like y'all people man. that get snow all the time, like in Milwaukee and New York and stuff, y'all get snow all this, you know, yeah. like, you, this was legit snow. Like, we could grab it like there were, there was inches. Yeah, niggas was chunking snowballs, man. 
I don't, don't, we, I don't we, remember. Even in 2009, in yeah. we couldn't. It was more sleetish. Yeah. Niggas wasn't picking up. Nah, bro. This was, was le- mad legit. It was legit snowmen in the streets of the H. Do you hear me? <laughs> like, we, we shut the city down, as usual. For real. You know, and my only concern was that the roads were going to be slick and they weren't. So I wasn't mad. No. I, I got up. It was cold. You know, it was, it was a good day. You know, it was a good day. People were smiling again. It wasn't. It wasn't anywhere like Harvey. You know. Yeah. You know, it was definitely. It was a. It was a beautiful day. And I. I, I know you were kind of perturbed by the fact that people were posting the same fucking white snow. Niggas was like, "Say, fam, my snow looks like yours. <laughs> we good over here. You ain't got to post anymore." But once again, you see how my life has been going. Yes, so you yes. know, you could you could have expected that What's from up your, with your boy. Snapchat with the uh, why the shit be so low? I'm being artsy. Oh, man, I thought something was wrong with my phone. Dude. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I'm my being fucking... Artsy. I'm sitting here like, man, my shit falling off the screen? What's going on? Nah, just being so, artsy. So it was 11.02, it was just right at the bottom. Yeah, I'm just saying, it was some shit like that. Yeah, artsy. Okay. Did you feel good about yourself afterwards? Because I felt like you trolled me. No. <laughs> me? Said, Troll you? Because you're right, you're, somebody else did it, too. That I follow, and I'm like, shit, something's wrong with my phone. <laughs> Start panicking. Shit. Deleted that, redownload. Nigga, it. internet moving slow, cause niggas want to, you know, repeal the net neutrality and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the nigga, nigga got shit falling off his screen, bro. That shit worried me. Cold world. Yeah, but um, that's pretty much why the intro was what it was, and I feel like we always talk about relationships, loving, and you know, but you know, with the combination of it's pretty fucking cold. Like, yeah. it's consecutive. Like, usually it doesn't get cold in, in Houston till like late December, early January. Yeah, it's you get those two. Three, right you get those two, three weeks, and then by MLK, you you probably warm again. Straight up, uh, it, it's actually colder out here than it was in Denver. Denver wasn't. Wow. Yeah, Denver was was frosty at night, but during the day, Denver felt good. Mm-hmm. Like, it was fucking. I got back here, and I'm like, God damn, it's colder here. Like shit was crazy. Yeah, shit was crazy. And also, I kind of wanted to talk about this movie I watched, okay. which I feel is gonna probably take I got recommended it by one of our listeners, you know, it was a movie uh, by Guillermo del Toro, which I feel like he, he doesn't make movies, he literally makes art. Like he's a fucking genius. Wow. Fredo, he is. Wow. Uh my brother didn't didn't like the movie as much as I did. I could actually say I didn't like the movie that much, but I can say that all the awards that it's gonna get, it's gonna deserve just based off the fact that that nigga took the risk of making a movie like this and it worked. Like just a long story short, the movie's called The Shape of Water. And um, a lot of you probably seen a commercial, probably was like, I'm not interested in watching a female fall in love with this fucking fish. That's basically what it is. It's a, you never seen it? No. Oh, it's, it's a movie called The Shape of Water. <laughs> but oh, okay. now, now I gotta bring it back. So, And it's um, based in the 50s, and 60s, the civil rights era, that's when it's based. My brother didn't like the fact that since it was based in the era, he felt like it should have been more it should have played a bigger role in the movie, but it really didn't. It was really an ins- ins- insignificant part of the movie, with it being in the civil rights era. The more important part of it was the fact that it was kind of during the Cold War era where we had the the Russian craze going on. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was a lot of racism going on and a lot of um, Russian phobia going on. And it was the 60s. So there's a lot of shit going on. But doesn't that sound like 2017? <laughs> you don't like the Russians, yeah. Russians, racism, yeah, and racism. you have people 
sixties a little sexism. Running brothers. That too. Yeah. That too. Yeah. That played a big part in the movie. So the movie was pretty much a parallel to I think the the creature from the Black Lagoon, and also was a parallel to now. You know, because when you think about it, the one part I left out it was about people fighting for love. And people are doing that now, you know, you know, the LGBT community, you know, same love, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So basically, this secret lab, well, this government facility has a laboratory in it. And in this laboratory, uh, I guess a, san- a sanction of the CIA and the military or whatever, they capture this creature and they put they lock it away in their laboratory basement. And. This facility, though, has a, a group of a cleaning service that comes in and they clean the building. And they got to deal with some odd shit, but this specific laboratory is the oddest part of it because it has a fucking creature in it that's basically half man, half fish. And I'm not going to give too much of the movie away, but this half man, half fish is a vicious motherfucker because it's some shit that goes out of this movie. It's like, whoa. But you kind of understand that, okay, this creature is, you know, it has feelings. It's, it, it can communicate. It's, it, it doesn't talk or anything, but it can communicate. Um, and it has a heart. So this female, I think the, the another thing that made it so interesting was that this female or this lead actress, she was a mute. She couldn't talk. And it was a reason why she couldn't talk. I was going to say, because if, if ain't nobody in this movie talking, it sounds boring as shit. <laughs> no, no. Viola do a lot of talking. <laughs> I think Viola was better in this movie than what she was in The Help. She does. Uh, she Viola? was great in The Help. Hold on, is it Viola? What's the bigger one? My bad. The big one. Viola, that's, I'm tripping. Viola is How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. Right? The, uh, the, the big one. The hell, what's the big one? I know who you're talking about, but I can't think I of her said name. Viola, I'm being racist. Golly. But yeah, the bigger one is in this movie, and... She did a decent job, you know, playing her role. She was comedic relief. Um, but long story short, yeah, there's talking in this movie, but basically you have this mute, you know, and she's a broken woman. And she stumbles into this laboratory, and she she meets this fish man, and it goes from there. And the story gets more intense as it goes on. And to me, it provided everything that you want from a movie. It had its love. It had its comedy. It had its seriousness. It had its protagonist and it had its antagonist. And I think the movie was, the movie could have been better developed, but it was developed good enough to me to where if people are open-minded enough, they'll watch and they'll enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and um, I think movies like that are the type of movies that people kind of need rather than some of this bullshit that we get in today that's just... Transformers 37. We don't need that, bro. <laughs> we don't need that. Um, we, we just don't. And anything with Tyrese in it. We don't need anything with Tyrese in it. <laughs> we low-key don't need anything with The Rock right now. That nigga's just everywhere. He's oversaturated. Man, he's... Him and, and Kevin Hart him are Kevin oversaturated. They're going to fuck up their careers, bro. They, they oversaturated. They're chill eventually because they'll turn into Holly Berry. Niggas <laughs> just really ain't watching. Looking for Holly Berry no more. No. We, we've, we've gotten enough She of put it. a pretty good movie out this year and nobody talked about it. I think I forgot what it was called. I think it was called Snatch or Catch or something like that, where where a kid gets kidnapped. Oh, you know, no, it just it was just it was, in the wind. You talk about a, you talk about a Oscar winner is irrelevant really now. The most relevant thing about her is her Instagram now. I don't even follow that. And I'm telling you, that's probably the most relevant thing about her. People love her Instagram. Mm. I'm just saying. But anyways, before I start rambling on, I, I thought it was an interesting movie. That would be my 
recommendation for somebody out there besides I, people say Wonder is good, but I haven't checked that out. Yeah, I've heard Wonder's um, good. I've heard Coco's good too. My, my my brother actually wanted to see that. It's funny. I was like, I don't mind watching, it, but we're grown ass men. We're not gonna go watch. Yeah, it. you're not Coco, gonna. Yeah, man. come on. Let's watch the shape of water. I'll bro. probably I'll probably watch Coco like on a matinee or something. Hey, you know, shit, you got that movie pass. You can do what you want. <laughs> just dip in there. You, you know, do catch what it. you want with your popping, huh? Hey, that's what's up. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to grow up to be like you when I get older. <laughs> you um, want to do the very opposite, sir. Say, um, tis the holiday season, and very much so. They discuss, and when I say they, I refer to women, or as Willie F likes to call y'all females. Yeah. Um, what is a good gift to get your man? And see, I always struggle with this because I'm the type of person that if I want something, I probably already bought it. Basically. So, therefore, when you ask me what do I want, Mm -hmm. I don't want for anything. There might be some things that I need. Simple. And this is what you do. You pay attention to your man and you buy him things that you need. Basically. For instance, what I need right now, some more undershirts, some more socks. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff that I need. And I will appreciate if you give me undershirts and socks. Like that's not that's not something that I'm gonna be like. Oh, you just went went out cheap. Got me undershirts and some socks. Mm-hmm. No, that's stuff that I need. I mean, you can get the fashion. You can get some fashion polo draws and shit like that. And polo undershirts. Yeah, yeah. If, if you you, go you, you know what there. kind of undershirts I wear, you know what kind of draws I wear. You know, yeah. that's like. It's funny. I, it's I funny. Think, I think women try to like, do. Lie, bro. This is hilarious, actually. <laughs> I think women try to do too much when it comes to comes to gifts for guys. The extra. Yeah, we don't we don't need need a lot of stuff. Just, just just we I really don't need a lot of stuff. Understandable. I like I said, I like I need new underwear. Okay. Thank undershirts. You. Thank you. <laughs> draws. Goddamn. Socks. Draws. I like badass jackets. Like <laughs> they gonna take it back from you anyway. Anyway. She gonna take you, the jacket. Yeah, just buy me just buy me a badass hoodie that you gonna want to take. <laughs> Basically, yeah. that's 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 all it boils down to. Like, oh, I like this hoodie for myself. Let me get it for him so I can steal it. Women don't women don't understand nor want to comprehend the fact that some men just don't want that shit from them because it's like it's unbelievable. It's like how can you not want something? Um, maybe it's because it's not my character. I don't just want shit like that. I mean, the shit I want, I'm gonna take care of myself and and. We are, we tend to probably be more passive when it comes to things like that because, I mean, if it's not a necessity, we're not going to die for it. I'm not speaking for all men. I'm speaking for, I guess, I can confidently say most. And um, when people ask me what I want for my birthday, I'm like, shit, I really don't want nothing. But if you feel the need to get me something, go ahead. I will appreciate it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a woman. I'm not a woman. I'm not constantly window shopping. I'm not on the internet browsing for shit that I can't afford. Um, And that's not all women. But I can confidently say I'm talking about most. <laughs> um, you know, it is what it is. The holiday time to me is about is about giving. So if it's about giving, shit. I mean, then give what you can. Don't yeah. don't be out here struggling. The, the last thing I want you to do is to tell me what you want, and I go buy exactly it's not what special you want. Anymore. That's not special. There's yeah. no thought into that. Yeah. There's no oh I seen this and I thought of you. There's oh this is what you told me you wanted, so I would have got it. I think most of the women I've dealt with in my past are pretty decent gift givers. I find myself to be a decent gift giver if I really fuck with you like that and I really observed you over a time. I can yeah, give you something you like. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I like to pride myself on. It's like, I observed this in your life and this could make it better. Yeah. Or like, this is something that you you need but you didn't know that you needed. I'm definitely not extravagant though. I don't, it's just, it's maybe for your birthday but for Christmas, I'm not, I just don't feel the need to go all out. It's just, um, <laughs> see, see, I never feel the need to ever go all out because I don't just like wait until 
Christmas or your birthday. It's like if I see if I see something, I was like, oh, she'll love that. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and get it now. I'm not gonna say, oh, she love that. I'm gonna wait. It's the same concept with Valentine's Day. Yeah, I was like, why do I have to wait till this one day to celebrate you? Yeah. Like I can't, I can't just say, hey, boom. I thought I don't care if I'm in the grocery store and I'm I'm standing in the checkout. I was like, babe, love Twix. Let me let me grab her these Twix. Like I seen this and I thought about it's you. Simple, yeah. Yeah, uh, and I, most women do appreciate that though. You know, once again, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say Christmas isn't. If you're in a relationship. Make Christmas what it is, I guess. But if you can't afford to go all out, then don't fucking struggle to go all out. That's all I'm saying. And I, for my son and me, I mean, it's that's how it rolls. That's how we roll. Like, yeah. Uh, to me, although these SJWs like to make it seem like, oh, Christmas is a pagan holiday, you shouldn't, you shouldn't celebrate it, and all this BS. I'm like, whatever, man. It's the holidays. Yeah. You Do what know, you want with your holidays. We're on a, these kids are on a break, regardless of that, whether they celebrate or not. They could be Muslim. You know, Hindu, whatever, they own Christmas break, and guess what? We finna have, we finna enjoy it. And yeah. I, you know, we 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 already live in a divided society as it is. So why 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 separate separate these kids even more? Let them tell them, oh, we don't celebrate Christmas here. It's, it's unnecessary. With so much bad shit going on in the world right now, can't we just enjoy the mythological white man that breaks into your house and leaves you gifts while you leave him snacks? I don't mind. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Just saying, man. And with that being said, uh, let's roll into uh, this thing that uh, people like to call soulmates. Okay. So before we close the show, I'd just like to give people a, a little brief um, historical context on soulmates. <laughs> <laughs> It, it sounds like I'm about to say something smart, but I'm not. No, it just sounds, it sounds like, you know, you had to get one last troll in before <laughs> it was over. No, I mean, When I seen that, I was like, this oh, isn't yeah. going good. I think, I think I this isn't going good. I, like, I, I was like, yeah, let me go ahead and vote, but I know where this is going. <laughs> I know where this is going. Ideally, if you think of a soulmate, I mean, Plato felt that soulmates were people that were actually in another plane, another universe. They were connected. That's the basic way of saying it. He felt like they were connected. And they felt like once they came into this plane, which is Earth, they were separated somehow. And when they come back together and meet in time, they're going to be inseparable again because they're soulmates. So when I presented that question, it really wasn't even formed in that way. I actually was going to say, have you met somebody and you felt like marriage was just definite marriage? Because if you're getting married... I'm assuming that you're marrying somebody that you consider your soulmate. Your soulmate, your best friend. Yeah. So when I presented that question, I changed it to soulmate. I was thinking for people to say that they've been in multiple relationships where they felt like they were going to get married. I'm sitting there thinking like, hmm, marriage doesn't seem that much. It doesn't seem that valuable anymore. If you just felt like every in, in less than 30 years of your life, let's just say you've been dating since you were 16, 17 in 13 years, yeah, you were in 13 years span, if you're even 30, you met two or three people that you felt like you were going to be married to. I'm not saying that that's a, that's a wrong thing to think, but I'm just saying, like, are you really making deep connections with people like that to where you felt like this person was from an ulterior plane that, and this person you were inseparable from? Or are you just so desperate and so craving and so needy for love that you keep, you keep falling into that same trap? Is, is, it, is it that or is, is it are you, are you that naive? Or are you, just, are you that open of a person and that you just let 
and and I know I know men and women alike who are who are just I don't want to say that they're that open. I, I consider them to be naive because they just immediately let this person all the way in and they don't properly vet this person. Yeah. Like that's, you, that's why you let them get in so deep and you're like, oh, we're so in love, you know, we're we're in gay. Bro, I've known I it's 2017, right? Mm-hmm. I know this one female who's been engaged twice this year. Damn, she two soulmates in one year. And now she's single. Two soulmates in one year now. Because you just it. let somebody that far in and and you you're not you're not you're not vetting these people. You know, y'all you need you need an immigration ban on your heart. Say it again. An immigration ban. Got to put them walls on up. your heart. They got to put them walls up. You got to earn this citizenship. They don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that. Once again, when 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 Jay calls you naive, he's not calling you naive from a condescending point of view. He's calling you naive from a point of view of maybe you were just young. And I guarantee you, if you're if you have grown, it ain't gonna happen in your thirties. And as you get closer to thirty, because you will vet these people, you will make them earn that citizenship into your draws. Because that's what it is. You literally fell in love with the penis or fell in love with the vagina, and that's what you were inseparable from. It had nothing to do with the souls. No. It might have had something to do with your soul being snatched. (laughs) Once again, 75% of the time. I saw some of the people that voted. I'm like, man, I'm, you know, I was shocked at some of the people that said yes and shocked at some of the people that said no. I was shocked at a lot of those yeses. I'm glad. I'm glad that we're confidential people that we don't put people out like that. But uh, I was shocked at some of those no's too. Me too. Yeah, me too. It, it, was, it was one or two names I said. I was like, oh really, nigga, really? Hmm. Oh ass nigga, you ain't met so bad yet, huh? Okay. Sometimes you gotta be whole ass nigga. You a whole ass nigga. Come on now. But um, yeah, man, that that pretty much was my base fraction. And the question, I just you know. Thinking about it, I'm like, man, like, and I, I witnessed a lot of failed marriages in my time, and I'm like, there has to be a, a reason that you think that this person is worth marrying. Like, what is wrong with you? You're not thirty yet. What is the rush? What? But then, oh, but, then but then you get, you, you, get those, you get those people that say, well, when you know, you know. Mm. Yeah. And, and then I guess you didn't know. You, you guess you did not know. You didn't know anymore. Niggas' gut feelings be smart most of the time. Yours was dumb that time. <laughs> that's just, it is what it is. But hey, man. Whatever you do, man, if you're on Netflix, do not watch Voyeur. That shit is fucking creepy, okay? It's a it's a documentary called Voyeur. I'm telling you, don't watch it, but I'm hoping you do. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> you, don't watch it so you can. That shit is fucking weird. Oh, man. It happened. It, it was based in Aurora, Colorado, and I wasn't, I wasn't too far from Aurora. I wish I would have went to the to the site. So you can see see the, the lights. Don't, don't, don't you see the lights in, in Aurora, Colorado? Like the is that the Northern Lights or is that somewhere uh, else? It's, um, you would like you would like to believe that, but the Aurora Borealis is nowhere. The, the Northern Lights are not in America. Oh no! I just made that up then. <laughs> All right. Keep on pushing this. Do your research, bro. Keep on pushing. I just asked the question. Don't listen to Jay. I just no, asked no, the question. No, 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 I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about anybody listening, and they just tune out. Don't listen to Jay for the rest of the year, for for the rest of 2017 and summer 2018. Don't listen to Jay at all. It might not be a bad idea. You probably <laughs> you probably shouldn't listen to me till I cut this hair. <laughs> hey man, as, as as a best practice, do not listen to me until if I the cut hair, this hair makes you feel good, and it's getting you. How do I say the positive attention and it's increasing the vibe, the vibrations of people? <laughs> they keep the hair, man. But 
it, it's decreasing <laughs> the uh, the likelihood of you being successful day to day, then you may just need to trim it or cut it. I don't mind it. It makes you like a totally different person. I feel like a totally different person. You look person. more mature. Even, with even when I look back at pictures of me as short hair, I was kind of like, I don't even, I don't even recognize that guy. Yeah, you, you look definitely. You were when you had short hair, when you were like faded, you definitely looked like you were, you were a lot more. How do I say? Just not serious. You look like <laughs> oh, wait, I look more serious with longer hair. Yeah, you look like you're about your business, man. You like you come in here like, okay, what, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? What, what, what are we gonna do today? You, what is the goal? You look like a good decision maker right now. Oh, the okay. hair do that to you, man. Hey. But when you had short hair, you didn't look like a good decision maker. <laughs> <laughs> you, look, you definitely, and I mean, all in all, you still fucking up. But the look is there. Yeah, yeah. That's what's important. I, I think um, I know. We're, I know we're running a, a while, and you said you had some stuff you need to do. But uh, I, I think I think I'm gonna start back to therapy next month. Hey, do what you gotta do, man. I, I think I am. You know, just just to, just to go in for a little tune up, get it get it back together. What was Charlemagne and them talking about? No, no, I don't be paying attention. No, you you sent me the thing about validation or whatever. Oh, I, oh, oh, need, seeking seeking the validation. Uh, basically, the, the attention seekers, like the validation that you seek by post posting the multiple selfies. But it was funny because before that, he was talking about like how he felt good about himself, and it was better feeling than. Vagina, and then I think he said, Oh, oh, yeah, he talked about how he said he cheated on his wife about a a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. But he's like, Since then, he's been faithful, and he's actually it made him feel better as a better human, a better husband, a better father, you know, removing that from his life, like removing that because removing that that negative attention Mm -hmm. that he did seek. Because you know, you know, most most men we cheat for the attention, Mm -hmm. you know, and so. He said once he removed that from himself, it actually made him feel better about what he did have instead of what he was lacking. Exactly. And I feel like therapy may provide that for you. It may yeah. re- make you, may push you in that direction to, you, you may, you may, you might be seeking something that you need help or assistance finding. Yeah. So. I might, well, I might be seeking something I already have. Like him. Like Mr. The God. The God. <laughs> but uh, you got some words of advice for the, for the beautiful people out there? You, you beautiful Beautiful listeners, because before you haven't had words of advice that was like genuine in a long time. My words of advice are: it's almost my birthday. Mm-hmm, it is. And then, other than that, I hope you don't kill yourself. It's getting to that time of the year too. It is, uh, and 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 the holiday season is 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 a time when you know you see all these happy things going on and. And you might be spending quiet nights alone. You may not have family to go to, and and you know it, it's it's really depressing. Look, don't kill yourself. Like the New Year's right around the corner. Everybody's gonna be starting to get their body right. Mm-hmm. You know, don't kill yourself. Just 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 push through. Yeah. Just just take it one day at a time. And if you can't take it one day at a time, take it one hour at a time. Mm-hmm. It's no, definitely just a good through. time to start start trying to trade up because the summertime is around the corner. If you wanna you wanna be a sloppy jalopy, start now. And and, and the gyms and, are empty right now too. So and and, to and like I said, and like I said, I'm thinking about start starting therapy back in in January. If you have that cry for help right now, like the check out check out that logic song. You can start out. You can start your therapy today. Yeah, Straight up. I don't even think you gotta go in anymore. I think you can actually either go online or even. They there there are there are a couple of them that you can do online, but they don't sponsor us, so I'm not gonna plug them. But there there are some we'll that talk, you can do we'll online. Talk. 
we'll get to that point where people are trying to get on this show. And, you know, yeah, and, and I will plug them I relentlessly. Plug, I will plug them. I will plug them. We got big things happening in 2018, just like we had. We said that at the end of 2016, and nothing really big happened. But guess what? We had some obstacles 2017. 2017 was full of obstacles. We had some obstacles. Shit, man. Shit. But my, my true words of advice are... Um, you can you cannot grow from a comfortable setting. You must become uncomfortable to grow, and that's in your job. That's in your life. You you're not gonna get fit by just sitting on the couch being comfortable. You might have to get up early to go to the gym. You might have to stay up a little later to go to the gym. You might have to watch a little less TV to go to the gym to get to your goals. You might have to take assignments at your job that you don't normally do. You might have to 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 do new things at work to expand your knowledge. You might have to get uncomfortable to achieve your goals. So you know, there's no growth in being comfortable. Get uncomfortable. Real talk. Real talk. That shit is something that society has been drilling in the minds of people for for a while since this positive vibes only thing kicked off. But one of my things I'm gonna start pushing is a positive positive vibes sometimes. Because <laughs> sometimes because niggas gotta realize niggas ain't always positive out here. You can get some of this negativity in your life. I will. I won't give it to you, bro. Because People on the regular have me fucked up, and for me to on the sit, regular, on the regular they have me fucked up. And the to, regular regular, yes. And for people to think that I'm just gonna be, once again, shitting rainbows and, and vomiting stardust, it's just unrealistic. It's not happening. That was the theme for 2017. Be realistic and dealing with Willie Fonzarelli is gonna let you know. Like, I will give you some of these negative vibes, and more than likely, it's not just gonna be because I want to give them to you. You pulled them out of me. Um, other than that, shout out to uh, her from Glenn and her. Uh, she 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 won some pretty uh, big powerlifting competitions, and um, and uh, I don't know what what else she has in store for the fitness world, uh, but she definitely is one of those people that's like I can tell she's passionate about it, and she's not out here just whoring herself out and making it hard to figure out if she's in the porn industry or the fitness industry. She's legit fitness, and I respect her for that. Um, other than that, my words of advice are. Um, I hope when you when you're posting these um, pictures of you smiling that they're real smiles. I'm tired of fake smiles in 2017 and 2018. Let's smile for real. So let's let's just keep that going because these fake smiles are getting whack. And I don't know if they're really fake or not, but they some of these smiles that I see on social media these days and some of these moments that are being captured by by you know by Snapchat's 10 seconds or eight seconds or whatever. It just makes me question question society and question your life. Although you're not doing it for me, it's just like, I mean, if it's not going to be a genuine smile, why even do it? So let's let's smile for real in 2018. What Lil Duval say? Lil Duval says a lot. Smile, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's pushing that big, and I, 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 I like him for that. That's one of the reasons why I started following him. I was like, yeah, smile, bitch. Like, and it's funny because the same people that were opposed to smiling, to, that, that want to walk around with the bitter beer face or just with a with a resting bitch face, they're starting to realize, you know, man, simply smiling can increase the positivity in your life. And it's it's that simple. It literally it works. So if you're not gonna listen to Duval, you ain't gonna listen to me. Hopefully Obama says it and y'all start listening. <laughs> but uh, yeah. That's all I got, man. Pray for pray for Libya because they they still getting enslaved out there. Thanks to thanks to uh, your favorite president. But anyways and with that being said, <laughs> this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Um, thank you for listening, and we hope we didn't offend you too much. Actually, no, <laughs> we don't care if we offended you at all. We don't care if we offended you at all. You you needed to get this knowledge. I had to kick knowledge. Do you hear I tried to be modest, but y'all don't respect modesty.
face. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary 